welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Yes, and here we go. It's time for another Powers Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning into this one. This one's very special because we're going to commemorate uh, everything and the events and everything uh, from 22 years ago. It was a Tuesday, 9-11 of 2001, and we all know what happened that day. That's the day that we got hijacked on airplanes. Um, we got uh, taken down in different uh, areas of the country. Uh, we had heroes that day, the firemen, the firefighters, the police, uh, those first responders, uh, you know, all that. We, we know those stories. We know what happened with all of that. But I'm going to take it back, and I want to uh, I'm gonna reminisce. I'm going to do a little bit of a different kind of podcast today because on my podcast, I'm going to interject some audio that I was able to grab when I worked in radio. I was working in radio, uh, Tower 98 Radio in Toledo slash Monroe, Michigan, uh, back on this day on September 11th. And the days that followed, I was able to grab audio from the news sources and I was able to put uh, songs together and uh, put tributes together and stuff like that because that was the one of the biggest things uh, that had to be done. So here's the, here's the age-old question we ask every year. 22 years. I cannot believe 22 years has gone by since we were under attack. It seems like yesterday, you know, if you look back at it. And uh, the the thing that really gets me is the question, and then everybody always asks it, hey, do you remember where you were on 9-11 when it all went down? And then people reminisce and they share stories and stuff. If you want to share your story, I'd love to hear it, but I'm going to share mine with you, and I'm going to interject some stuff into it as well. Uh, I was sleeping. I lived on Douglas Road in Toledo, Ohio, and uh, I was uh, with, my, uh, with my now wife, Patty. She was working. She was at school. And I got a call from her mom, probably about 8.50, 8.55, maybe closer to 9 o'clock. I don't don't really remember. I was in a deep sleep. I worked afternoons at Tower 98, so I didn't have to get up until like 10, get ready to go to work, be to work by 12.30, 1 o'clock, work until 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So those are my hours at the time. And um, I just remember the phone ringing just just about 9 o'clock, and I picked it up. And I'm like, hello? You know, I was like, who's waking me this early? And it's my mother-in-law, Jude. And she goes, oh, my God, Sean. She goes, something's going on. I think we're under attack. She goes, I think this is the beginning of World War III. Something's going on at the World Trade Centers in New York. Something big just happened. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, you got to turn it on. I go, what? Wait, wait. And I'm trying to wipe sleepies out of my eyeballs at this time. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, I think we're under attack by, by, uh, by terrorists. And I'm like, what? And as soon as I, she goes, she goes, turn the TV on. And I go, well, which channel? And she goes, it doesn't matter. It's on every channel. And again, at this point, I'm still like out of it. You know, I just I woken up out of a sound sleep and I'm trying to figure out what, you know, I'm trying to figure out where I am, what's going on. And I turn on the TV and she's yelling obscenity, screaming them over the phone. I'm like, what? And she goes, did you just see that? And it looked like it was a filming of a movie. I go, somebody filming a movie or what is this? She goes, no, this is real. We are under attack. That's when the second plane hit the second tower of the World Trade Center. So with that, I'm going to open it up with some audio and we're going to do some uh, reminiscing uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. But yeah, grab the tissues. This is going to be your tearjerker. Uh, if you were alive back then and you remember it, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're never going to forget these moments. And if you don't uh, remember and you were not alive or maybe you're too young to remember, check these out. These might... Uh, these might put some images in your head as this is why we have to defend America at all costs. Gargantuan explosion. Oh my God, I don't believe it. The northeast corner has exploded in the most incredible explosion. Flames are flying out of the building. 
They're five, ten stories high now. Black billowing smoke. The building corner, the whole entire corner is gone. Both World Trade Center buildings in New York City right now, heaps of rubble. At 9 o'clock this morning, a plane crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan. I heard the noise. I was in my office and I heard the guys screaming. So I ran out and, it, and everybody was saying, oh my God, and they're in tears, they're crying. Everybody's upset. I was just trying to make phone calls. I looked up and I heard an explosion. And then I saw everybody in the street react first. People crying, people on the ground, everybody lying down. And then I looked up and I saw the, and I saw this huge plume of smoke and the tower just crumbling. And it, and it just turned into a huge plume of smoke. And next thing you know, there's smoke in one tower. Shortly after 9 o'clock, a second plane crashed into the second tower. Oh my God. I heard a noise coming in incredibly low. And then um, I heard, I was standing here looking out the window, and I knew it was going to crash and something was going to hit the building. I dove away from the window because I thought the explosion was going to implode the windows and I'd be shattered with, with glass flying out. As soon as it hit, I came back and there was a ball of flame. I'm still shaking. I saw it hit the tower and flame everywhere. Then minutes later, President Bush in Sarasota, Florida, called those crashes an apparent terrorist attack and a national tragedy. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. Terrorism against our nation will not stand. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Then, an aircraft crashes near the Pentagon just outside of Washington, D.C. in northern Virginia about an hour after those attacks in New York. Looking out our 12th floor windows at 1600 Wilson Boulevard in uh, Roslyn, Virginia, and I watched this. It looked like a commuter plane, two engines come down from the south, real low, uh, proceed right on and crash right into the uh, Pentagon. Then shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, one World Trade Center tower in New York collapsed. Lots of smoke, and then the next thing I heard an explosion and the building from the top, the south building, just crumbled. Just after 10.30 this morning, the other World Trade Center tower collapsed. We were standing there looking up at flames coming out of the building and smoke billowing out of the building and, and police and FBI everywhere. And suddenly we heard a rumble and the sky was full of smoke. Everybody read crowds of people running through, I mean, shouting out to each other not to fall into the subway entrances. So it's just truly amazing because yesterday afternoon we were sitting in the World Trade Plaza Center having lunch and so now those two buildings are completely destroyed.
freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward, and freedom will be defended. Make no mistake, the United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. We will do whatever is necessary to protect America. And that's when it all began uh, at 8.46 in the morning. First plane flew into the first tower with Mohammed Atta, uh, all part of Al-Qaeda, uh, and his crew that hijacked that plane. And then uh, the American uh, Flight 77 and American 11 uh, both flew into the Trade Centers, um, you know, killing everybody on board. I just, I cannot believe, you know, um, what, you know, how it's physically possible for a plane to hit a, hit a building like that and pieces to be all over the place. What happens to the bodies? What happened to the people on board? What happened? of the people in their offices disintegrated by inferno and fire uh, as that jet fuel uh, when it hit the first when, when it hit the building that jet fuel that just poured down the elevator shafts cutting off power to so many people i just saw a documentary the other day about 9-11 and it was about people on the 85th or 86th floor uh they were like in between or right around the uh the, where the plane had hit in that first building, and uh, they were showing how they were trying to get out. Stairwell, they had three stairwells uh, in the Trade Center, A, B, and C. A and B were totally done. You could not get down them. Jet fuel was born down them, uh, went down the elevator shaft. And, you know, I I can imagine if you're in the elevator uh, at the time, um, and you know you feel this big rocking thing. All of a sudden, all this jet fuel is pouring all over your body inside the elevator. I just, I, you know, I'm just, I can't imagine that stuff. But I can because I'm thinking about it right now. Um, you know, or you know, so the people in this in this documentary, they couldn't get out on stairwell A or B, so they tried to get off on C, and it was just it was a complete mess, and it took them forever to get out of the building. Some people couldn't get out; they were trapped because of the flames and fires. Uh, and then uh, you know, we've got a lot more to talk about on this podcast. This podcast is going to go a lot longer uh, than your normal podcast with uh, in the life of Sean. You know how me I'm usually brief on stuff, but not not on nine eleven. So here's some more montages I want to play for you on this podcast today. We've had. National tragedy. The World Trade Center is, is no more. A terrible act of barbaric terrorism. Two planes. First one flew into one tower of the Twin Towers, then a second. Another building has gone up. Oh my God! Oh my one God. of the Twin Towers has collapsed. The entire top of the building just collapsed. This may be one of the worst tragedies ever to strike this country. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Huge cloud of gray came and everyone started running and stampeding and everyone was Central and, and watching a, a man and a woman scream and, and embrace each other and feel relief. I felt their relief to see each other again. America has been attacked and it has been changed. Life is changing. I Wherever we live. Whatever our age. citizens, our very freedom came under attack. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil. As soon as you
itself was attacked this morning, and freedom will be defended. Oh my God! Be careful of your baby. This is it. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Please, if my mom can't walk, please, if you, please just take her north as much. People jumping out of windows. It just blew up. A big explosion. People started running. It was just chaos everywhere. I just ran inside and used the phone and called my wife to tell her goodbye. I have a new life now. I can't believe this. People start crying. People start running. Everyone, run, 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 run for your life. And you can see the building starting to collapse. It's an attack upon the whole concept of freedom and our way of life. There are victims wall to wall. And no one should doubt America's resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world. And no one will keep that light from shining. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. And God bless America. I'm telling you, every one of these montages that I was able to throw together, this is all from September 11th and September 12th, September 13th of uh, 2001. And I, you know, I put all these together, and I've been able to save them over the years, thank God. But every time I play one of these, it's just I, the goosebumps that come out. And you know, they're saying, "Oh my God, one of the twin towers has collapsed." Five to ten seconds, and thousands of lives were ended, and it was all on live television. You know, and it's just like you just it's just you can't believe. And, you know, there's still like eleven hundred bodies that are still missing uh, that were probably disintegrated uh, when the towers fell or from the airplane when they blew up. You know, I'm just I just oh, this whole thing just it it, it really, really turns my stomach because, you know, and I'm thinking at the time and, and even now, 22 years later, this stuff's not supposed to happen on American soil. This is third world country stuff. This is stuff you see that happens in the Gaza Strip or over in, you know, Israel and, you know, it's just this is stuff you see there. You don't see this kind of stuff here in the United States. And I remember also very as clear as day, very much so, um, watching as the the film crews on the national networks had zoomed in on people standing, uh, you know, outside the windows where the smoke was pouring out and people just going, screw it. I just I can't get off the floor. Um, I I can't go back in. If I do this, I'm going to die of smoke inhalation or I'm going to get burned to death. So they said, screw it. They ended their lives. They jumped from 86 floors over a thousand feet. They jumped. They jumped and ended their lives. And you could hear their bodies as they were hitting the ground. Boom, bags of wet cement. It just, yeah, it was really, it's it's tragic. And I just, I can't imagine the people that were physically there uh, or the people that, you know, had to witness this firsthand by being in the building or around the building, uh, just watching this stuff happen. It just, it's a complete 
uh, it just tears you up. And it's like, how can people and how can mankind be so disrespectful towards others? Why, you know, or I hate so, say people uh, for, for, you know, their beliefs and what they believe in. And, you know, we are we are at war. We've been at war for a long time. And people say 9-11 was, you know, was way overdue. Um, some people have conspiracies that George Bush knew about it beforehand. President Bush knew about it, you know, a month beforehand, and he did nothing to stop it. Or Dick Cheney, they did nothing to stop it. Um, I don't know if I subscribe to that or not. I don't know. That's conspiracy theory stuff. Uh, we could dig deep into that, but I'm not going to go that route today. So I just also, you know, I, I and I look back on this, and I'm thinking the firemen, and thinking about the police and the citizens that actually ran back into the building after escaping, running back into the building to try to save people and try to pull people out uh, before, you know, they didn't know the building was going to collapse. Nobody knew, you know, and then we've got a lot more to cover on this one. I want to play this for you, though. And this is to you. This is to everybody who listens to this podcast. Please share this podcast with somebody. Um, you know, I, I look. I'm not out to to get number of people to listen to it and to get big numbers or anything like that. I'm looking to spread um, some reality here to people about the world you know that we live in and the country that we live in, and we are hated by so many people. This was uh, this, here's uh, here's audio footage that night. Dan Rather was on David Letterman, and this is his take on everything. Americans are noted the world around. You know for having great courage, having a great military, but the world's view of us in, in many places with many people is we just don't have the stomach to stick anything out. And it was like, well, we were great during World War II, yeah, but this is a new generation, or they're all right. spoiled. It better change. It better so we're now, going to, we're now being put to the test. But I'll tell you this, if they could go down to ground zero here in lower Manhattan, and you referred to it earlier, and see the following. See those firemen? <laughs> Take his permit, will you? Okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, uh, I can finish. No, 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 Dan, take care of yourself. We'll, we'll be right back here with Dan, rather. David, you've been terrific to have you on tonight. I'm so sorry you're for fine, this. Yeah, uh, you know, they are a gross late, but. Yeah, yeah, you're you fine. Know. You know, you're a professional, but good Christ, you're a human being, and my God, to, to not see this. You know, to sit here and to listen to Dan Rather, you know, one of the uh, America's most. Uh, uh, I guess uh, professional uh, broadcasters, you know, uh, never ever crying or showing emotion, just totally breaking down. It really gets you because it's like it affects everybody and it's real. You know, it's not faked or anything like that. So when I, when he was on Letterman that night, I was just like, oh my God, that just, yeah, that just tore me up uh, to no end there. And of course, there's a lot of other things that I want to share with you here on this uh, podcast, but here is something that I found. This was a documentary and somebody voiced it and I don't know who did this, but I have a copy of it and I've, I've saved this uh, ever since, uh, you know, you know not, this came out 9-12 of uh, 2001, To Whom It May Concern. Check this out. To whom it may concern, our nation has been damaged by your inhumane actions. You, who we don't even know, you have destroyed our property. You have destroyed our security. You have destroyed the lives of our husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, our sisters and brothers. Destroyed our children. You, who we've never even met. So, let us introduce ourselves. We are a peaceful nation 
we believe in a respect of opinions of mankind. We believe in our creator. We believe that we have certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We believe in we the people of the United States of America. We are the sleeping giant that you have awoken. It's true, you who we've never met have destroyed a part of us, but you haven't destroyed our spirit because we were made in the USA. And that comes with a guarantee. We guarantee that when we meet you face to face, we are going to kick your ass. Signed, we, the people of the United States of America. Yeah, and obviously that one really got me too because, uh, you know, we didn't know at the time who did it. You know, Osama bin Laden hadn't uh, reported it, you know, to take responsibility or uh, there were other countries out there trying to take responsibility for it. And we're like, yeah, that doesn't add up. So, yeah, uh, that is uh, to whom it may concern. And if anybody wants uh, a copy of any of these uh, audio pieces, please always reach out to me. I will email them to you. Uh, Sean, S-H-A-W-N at W-C as in Charlie, Z as in Zebra, Y dot net. Uh, I would be more than happy to uh, to share this uh, this stuff with you here. Uh, there is a lot of songs that we put together back in the day um, about uh, you know w- with nine eleven with the clips in it. Uh, Eric Clapton, uh, "Tears in Heaven." I'll play that here in a couple minutes. Uh, some Alan Jackson in there, and here is the uh, newscast that it came over the official uh, release on ABC Radio News back on this day nine eleven of two thousand and one. This is live coverage from ABC News. I'm Jim Hickey. An airplane has crashed into the upper levels of one of the twin towers of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan in New York. A tremendous amount of smoke is billowing from the upper levels of that tower. My name is Brian Lutz. I'm about 10 blocks away north of the uh, World Trade Towers. I was looking at the Trade Towers exactly when it happened. I heard this incredibly low noise. And I knew something horrific was about to happen. I dove away from the window, not to be uh, shattered with glass if it was a huge explosion. I will tell you from the size of the gash that the wingtip had to be at least 150 to 200 feet wide. Oh, my God. Oh, the next building is another one. Up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Another plane oh, just flew in. The explosion is incredible! Oh my god! Another oh my plane god. as we were watching. I don't watch- believe this! The second tower has exploded from about the 20 stories below in a gargantuan explosion! Oh my god, I don't believe it! It was just a, a small explosion and then rocks and debris and everything started pouring down. Firefighters, everyone yelling, run, run, people running down the street. Best I saw it, it just blew up. A big explosion, people started running, it was just chaos everywhere. As soon as you got hit, I was thrown to a window. So I was very lucky to get out. <laughs> I was up on, uh, in my office on the northwest corner of the 82nd floor. I heard a noise like a sonic boom almost and then a blast. 
the building swayed, you know, uh, shook a little bit. I saw papers coming fly out of the middle of the building, and then we went to the staircase to try to get down. I'm sitting down and I'm crying, and I couldn't believe something like this would actually happen. And about 10 minutes later, then the whole building just started to collapse. It was about 9.35, and I was looking out our 12th floor windows, and I watched this, it looked like a commuter plane, two engine come down from the south, real low, uh, proceed right on and crashed right into the uh, Pentagon. The aircraft penetrated deep inside the Pentagon. It is uh, organized in rings from the E-ring on the outside. It penetrated all the way into the A-ring in the inner part of the Pentagon. As we are boarding Air Force One, they have bomb squads out here checking all of our gear a second time. It's Linda Douglas on Capitol Hill. We've just been told that the Capitol is being evacuated and that all reporters yep. must follow the direction of the Capitol Police. It's Monica off the FAA conference call. There are no planes taking off in the entire country. Planes are allowed to land. No planes are taking off in the entire country. It's Martha Raddatz. They have now issued an evacuation order at the State Department. As a precaution, they're saying everyone should evacuate. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. Boy, was that an understatement from President Bush at the time. So, yeah, that's ABC News coverage at the time. And, you know, I'm also, uh, you know, the t first two planes that hit the towers. And then um, let's talk about for a minute. And I've, I've seen the documentary on this. I've seen the movie on this, United Flight 93, um, where it was uh, it went down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, uh, because the terrorist had overtook the plane. And that was the third plane or third or fourth plane that was uh, hijacked. And uh, the, the passengers knew that it was up to no good. Good. You know, they knew they were being hijacked. They were able to talk to people on the ground through, uh, you know, through phone uh, conversations, uh, family members and whatnot. And the one girl, Elizabeth, and I can't remember her last name, but she was on board the United 93 and she called her mom just to say she loves her and goodbye because she knew she wasn't she wasn't going to get out of it. Todd Beamer was also uh, another passenger. Jeremy and I can't remember his last name. Uh, he was also another passenger uh, that was on uh, on United 93. And it looked like, uh, from what they were able to gather together afterwards after doing research and figuring all this stuff out, um, the investigation showed that uh, United Flight 93 was going to hit the Capitol building. So just think if they would have hit their destination, if it wouldn't have been for those heroes trying to overtake the plane in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where it crashed on United 93, uh, it, a lot more people would have died. And then what about the Pentagon attack, where the plane, going about 500 miles an hour, just boom, flew directly into it. And and, uh, you know, people were in their offices working and, you know, they were in the building and they were doing their jobs, you know, and it just this whole thing, uh, this whole attack, well orchestrated. I'm going to say that it was well orchestrated uh, from those that put it together. But I'm telling you what, America fought back and we are continuing to fight back on a daily basis. And again, like Dan Rather said earlier in this podcast, you know, there's a lot of countries out there, a lot of people, they hate us for what we stand for. They think we're imperialists. They, the capitalists, they don't like the way that we do business. They don't like the way that we run our lives. They don't like the God that we, that, uh, you know, America overall uh, serves. And, I mean, there's millions of reasons. They don't like the freedoms that we have. They don't like that. And they don't want us to have that. And that's why we are enemies to a lot of countries. And we've done stuff to other countries to where they see us as their enemies. So uh, that's the sad reality that we live in. And even 22 years 
years later uh, after 9-11. Oh, there's more coverage. Oh, there is more coverage I want to play for you here. Um, this one this one makes me cry every time. This is uh, the Sarah McLaughlin song, Angel, the one you usually see with the uh, the pets on TV getting sad and stuff. But this one really gets me because uh, there's uh, you know there's a witness here uh, to his friend uh, to his friend that was in the building at the time of the attacks. And check this out. Grab the tissues because this is going to be a tearjerker. I was in the building because I was driving a friend. No, I'm worried for her safety. And pray for her to be all right. For that Moms and dads, friends and neighbors. I can feel it. Terror, disbelief. Terrible sadness. And it's hard at the end. And a quiet, unyielding anger. Need some distraction. We must be strong. Oh, beautiful relief. I heard a collective scream. From the shriek lasted for quite a long time. And this sweet madness. What is going on? Our nation's most wanted tolerance for all peoples, our enemies, have found our Achilles heel. In the arms of the angel, fly away from Pray for the victims, pray for the missing, from this dark, and the loved ones holding vigil. hope and despair. You can hear firefighters that are still trapped, crying, people walking around like ghosts, weeping, wandering, dazed. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom, and no one will keep that light from shining. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve. And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward, and freedom will be defended.
hard to rescue our fellow citizens and to join me in saying a prayer for the victims and their families. this test. God bless. Thank you very much, President Bush. And then uh, here's one I want to share with you real quick. Uh, it's, uh, this is a uh, song about uh, Silent Night, and this is, I think, God trying to get our attention. You 
say you'll never forget where you were when you heard the news on September 11th, 2001. Neither will I. I was on the 110th floor in a smoke-filled room with a man who called his wife to say goodbye. I held his finger steady as he dialed. I gave him the peace to say, Honey, I'm not going to make it. But it's okay, I'm ready to go. I was with his wife when he called as she fed breakfast to their children. I held her up as she tried to understand his words. And as she realized he wasn't coming home that night, I was in the stairwell of the 23rd floor when a woman cried out to me for help. I've been knocking on the door of your heart for 50 years. I said, of course, I'll show you the way home. Only believe in me now. I was at the base of the building when the priest ministered to the injured and devastated souls. I took him home to tend his flock in heaven. He heard my voice and answered. I was on all four of those planes, in every seat, with every prayer. I was with the crew as they were overtaken. I was in the very hearts of the believers there comforting and assuring them that their faith has saved them. I was in Texas, Kansas, London. I was standing next to you when you heard the terrible news. Did you sense me? I want you to know that I saw every face. I knew every name, though not all know me. Some met me for the first time on the 86th floor. Some sought me with their last breath. Some couldn't hear me calling to them through the smoke and flames. Come to me, this way, take my hand. Some chose for the final time to ignore me, but I was there. I did not place you in the tower that day. You may not know why, but I do. However, if you were there in that explosive moment in time, would you have reached for me? September 11th, 2001 was not the end of the journey for you. But someday your journey will end and I'll be there for you as well. Seek me now while I may be found. Then at any moment you know you're ready to go.
I will be in the stairwell of your final moments. Remember, I love you. And with that, 9-11-2001, that's what we're commemorating here on this week's podcast in the life of Sean. I'm going to leave you guys with this. God bless you. Stay classy, everybody. And we'll talk to you again next week on our podcast. But we're going to leave you with this. Check this out. It all began this morning, a little before 9 a.m. Eastern time. Two planes crashed into the World Trade Center, collapsing both towers. It is possible that thousands of lives have been lost in this terrorist attack against the United States. The loss of life is no doubt catastrophic. This is just a horrific scene and a horrific moment. 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 We made it pretty fast down to 40th floor and then from there the smoke got a little bit thick and uh, it, it was a lot slower. I saw the flames, I, I ran down to the 78 which is the main concourse and I was able to find stairs and I, I can't find my wife so if she's listening I just want to let her know that I'm okay and I'm trying to find her. Imagine all the people I hate to say it this way, but this may be the day that America's luck ran out. Obviously, we are we are in the middle of an extraordinary catastrophe. And the question is, how could have it happened? Something hit the building and it knocked me to the floor, and then the whole window blew out of my the office I was in. Did you go down the stairs? Yeah, going down the stairs is really rough. And then I, I, I pray to God for the people in the wheelchairs because they couldn't get out. They were sitting there waiting for somebody to carry them down. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. It was just absolute horror. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away Colin Powell vowing that terrorism would not crush America or democracy and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free we will stand together and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me and I gladly we will stand as Americans next to you and defend her still today through this time. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. The determination of these terrorists will not deter the determination of the American people. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat. But they have failed. Oh, beauty spacious A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Amber waves of grace. With the
caring for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. A purple mountain, majesty. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. Justice. But now wait a minute. I'm talking about America. Sweet America. Tonight I ask for your prayers. You know, God done shed his grace on thee. For the children whose worlds have been shattered. He for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. Any And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. America has stood down any enemies before, and we will do so this time. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you, good night, and God bless America. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.